We've got some fresh Hey, I'm Luis. And I'm Fonzie. You're listening to the Content before. is Profit podcast. And we spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit. If you'd like to learn more how to turn that content into profit, go to contentisprofit.com. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Smooth. Did I throw you off with my Fonzie instead of Luis? Definitely not. No. I'm already used to it. I call you Fonzie it. already. It's all good, guys. Today, in <laughs> Incredible guest, incredible topic, understanding the mastermind effect. Ooh. I am extremely curious on what is this? What is the mastermind effect? I have I no idea what it is. Uh, yeah, for our guests behind cameras, I have not told Fonzie yet what we chatted about. So I think this is going to be pretty exciting. But before that, Fonzie, do we have a sponsor today? Indeed, we do. And thank you for asking, good sir. And You're today's welcome. sponsor welcome. is your one and only the biz bros let's, let's go. go with content momentum thank you. Thank you. yes we sponsor our own show thank you very much you can do if that. you are you asking yourself that. what is content momentum well if you have a long form piece of content just like this one that you're listening to or watching and you want to turn it into value pack bite-sized assets yes. so then you can send them like little minions into social media so you can amplify your contribution let's impact go. some life and get yourself some new clients along the way Ooh, baby. then we want to help you please slide into the dms mm. at bizbrosco on facebook on instagram yeah. let's go if you're listening right now go ahead and subscribe hit smash that subscribe button if you haven't done it yet because the episodes drop on your phone every tuesday thursday and saturday full of golden boulders that's that, right and follow us on social media at bizbrosco as a bonus you almost forgot no that i was you're but just it's gonna, all good just gonna ramp up it's on top all of good it's all gucci if you find this episode impactful please or only ask is for you to share with somebody that you think mm. this is going to help them is going to move them one step yes, yes. forward yes, towards yes their goals so please 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 share it and and leave a five-star review thank you why do we post so much if your answer was to be famous and get brand deals with wix then you're wrong huh our main goal is to build relationships today's guest is a testament to that today's guest he actually reached out to us after seeing some of our content after a few messages and a quick call, we knew he was a perfect fit for the Content is Profit show. Why is he a perfect fit? If you answer because he's a cool-looking fella, then you're right. If you answer because he likes chocolate and mint, then you're wrong. <laughs> the other half of that answer should have been because he has an incredible outlook on masterminds and helping people. But more on that in just a moment. Today's guest is not here to help others find the right path for them. And often they get lost in all that noise. I think I'm going to have to to read that one again. <laughs> yes, go ahead. Today's, I, I guest it's not is not, today's guest is here to wow. help others find the right mm. path for them <laughs> as often they get lost in all the noise. I want to clarify for my people out there listening that Fonzie totally butchered the writing of this and I read it correctly how it was in there. Just yeah, want yeah. to put that I, out there. I, I, I put a little <laughs> trap in, in there, but I it's okay. Know. Here we go. Please welcome host of the Mastermind Effect podcast and incredible father and husband, Brandon Strasser. What is up, my cookie brothers? Let's What's up, go. my cookie brother? Well, he's your cookie brother because <laughs> I am against, I'm officially campaigning against chocolate chip, chocolate and mint cookies. Who likes that? I don't know. Drop it in the comments below, please, if you do. Yeah, I've already put a piece of tape over so I can only see one of you now. Uh, that, that's I appreciate it, Brandon. That's I appreciate it. It's okay. <laughs> To Brandon, By the I, end of this episode, you're going to switch that paper to the other side. So just saying. <laughs> I just want to say, Brandon, thank you so much for, for joining us. And for those listening, Thin Mints for the win. Just saying. <laughs> uh, that's all I'm going to say. We just had a, a before show, you know, argument here. And, you know, Fonzie clearly is not on our side. But that's fine. More on that later. I, I just want to leave this here. Please send us a comment. Do you like <laughs> chocolate and mint together? Whether that is in a cookie, in an ice cream, or if you are on my team, you know, Please let me know. Do they he, don't belong together. Okay, uh, whatever. Cool. Let's Brando, continue. Today it's all about <laughs> you, man. Clearly, clearly, Fonzie doesn't know what he's talking about. Tell us about, dude. Tell us about you. The incredible movement that you're building. Like how this whole thing started. How's the mastermind effect started? Tell me more, please. Yeah. Um. I would sit there and say, 
it really started probably in my my early years when when I started hawking um, sugar and and Kool-Aid packets together. My son was asking me that day, he said, Daddy, when did you start your first business? And I'm like, oh, well, when I was, you know, about your age, I was selling sugar and, 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 and Kool-Aid packets mixed together and the parents hated me because I was like literally <laughs> giving them sugar and sugar. And that's kind of my entrepreneurial journey. But one of my first big steps in, in life was when I was told no. And no is just such a huge driver for me. I was in high school. Uh, I believe it was, I don't know if it was a calculus or algebra teacher, whatever it was. And, and, and she sat there and she said, listen, your, your sister is an accomplished golfer. And, and, and she was. She was number three in the world before she went to college. And her and Sergio Garcia won uh, a junior tournament together. So mm-hmm. pretty good company there. My brother was a, was, was a great athlete, was, was a salutatorian. And me, I just wanted to work. I wanted to work learn from people, make money and just like make an impact. So to me, yeah. I was like, schools, it's over here. And so she said, you're just, you're not going to mount anything. Like you, you need, school is not for you. This is not your path forward. So I'm, who at the age of like 15 or 16 is supposed to hear this from an educator? It was a huge, huge turnoff, but mm. I didn't realize it was going to be a driving force, mm. you know, years and years later that was going to help shape what I'm doing today. The, the next big no in life that I got was, you know, probably a decade and a half later, I, I'm getting ready to get married and we have an idea to start a company, you know, our first company that's still around today, by the way. So the success story, yay, it's still here. Let's 10 years later, go. over 8,000 existing customers. Wow. <laughs> Let's go. I know the crowd is <laughs> roaring. And, and I was told, no, you sh- you're getting married. Don't start a company. Most businesses fail within the first one to three years and then five years, seven years, 10 years. I'm giving all, uh, hearing all the gloom and do, don't go do it. Yeah. I said, hey, thanks for your advice. I know you're just <laughs> looking out and you love me, um, but we're going to go do this. And hey, it worked out. Let's go. So, so a- as that's happening, you know, I get married. We have, a, we have a son. We move. We grow the company. We build it in nine states. But the problem was, is I wasn't feeling fulfilled. I was like, what have I built? What have I built that's actually serving a purpose that is giving back to the community, giving back to society and actually creating something for purpose. And, and, and through that, I started interviewing people. I'm like, all right, here's a great way to give back. We'll, I'll interview people. We'll put it out on a platform and we'll help them grow their business through my company without charging them. And thus, in turn, they started sending us more business. We didn't have to ask for more business, but yeah. we helped promote them didn't ask for anything in return. And and they started sending us more business. I remember one of the first times that happened, which was leading with the give mentality, as we call it. Yeah. Someone sits there after the interview and they're like, so when are you going to ask me for my business? And I said, I don't have to. He's like, what do you mean? I said, you just did it for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all it was based around was literally saying, we're going to promote you. I'm going to interview you. We're going to pay for all these you know, different things for you to be out in front of yeah. a, a wider audience. And that's it. And, right. and I found out through this, because you can only interview so many realtors and mortgage lenders before you get a lot of the same answers, is like, I needed to interview people slightly outside of the circle that we had built. And so someone says, hey, go interview this Travis Chapel guy. He's got a podcast. Mm. I'm like, what's a podcast? And this is, this is 2018, by the way. I didn't know what a podcast was, coincidentally. Don't I've worry. Same with us. Kind of. I just want to say that out there. Yeah. I'm like podcast is, is, is that like an encyclopedia you know that? and so I, I interviewed this guy and he talks about the word mastermind and so you know time goes by my wife sits there and says hey have you continued your your educational journey from learning from other people and i'm like honey i'm so busy growing the company because of what we're doing now leading with this give mentality thing i don't have time and she's like well that's bs and i'm like yeah you're right it is an excuse. She's like, why don't you go listen to that guy, Travis Chapel, that, that you interviewed, you know, a few months ago. Why don't you go listen to his podcast? And in his podcast, again, he talks about the word mastermind. Brandon in 2021 would sit there and Google mastermind. Brandon in 2018 said, screw that. I'm going to pick up my phone and I'm just going to call him and I'm going to say, hey, you remember me? He says, yeah. I'm like, yeah. you talked about this word mastermind. What is it? <laughs> I'm like, I'm outside my kid's school. I've got 20 minutes for you to sell me on whatever this mastermind thing is you talk you know, that you're talking about. He explains it to me and I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. This is like some new magical fairy dust like thing. Like, why have I not heard about it? Yeah. Coincidentally, I found out it's been around for a very long time. <laughs> and and so I'm like, I'm in. I'm like, because I'm gonna get to learn from all these different people in different industries and I can utilize their knowledge, what they've learned, and I can probably plug and play that in my own business. Yeah. And in turn, I get to give them you know, the trials and 
tribulations that I've been through all for a price that's like for a year, it was like 900 bucks. I'm like, even if it didn't work out, I'm like, geez, it's $900. Now, I I don't mean to minimize $900. I get that. You know, it's a different world today. But what what I had built up over a 20-year period uh, of working for other people and starting my own company, I was like, I can afford to misstep $900. Yep. Yeah. So I get into this and I'm just like, the first mastermind, we go to Thailand and I get to meet these amazing teachers, educators, activators, Steve Sims, you know, who's worked with Sir Elton John and, and mm-hmm. Elon Musk and, uh, and, and Ronsley Vaz and, and, and Gerard Adams and, and Zach Benson and all these other amazing entrepreneurs. I'm like, where have I been all my life? Like, oh my God, like I'm, I, I've been under a rock. I thought, you know, I knew everything. And I didn't lead with that. I didn't have like a swagger where I knew everything. I just thought when school is done, I don't have to go and learn anything else. I just kind of go along the way because I got this. Well, I was wrong. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. It's okay that I was wrong. So as I'm leaving Thailand and I'm stuck in an airport and it's midnight and they, I I don't speak Thai. Like I didn't take like that immersion course before I left. And (laughs) I don't even think I had Google translate to help me. They're just, all I knew is you're not getting on this plane. I hadn't done anything wrong by the way. There's you're not getting on. Yeah. (laughs) I want to go home, man. They didn't understand that. (sighs) My fake puppy dog tears didn't work. So I, I, sit there and figure okay i'll figure out the flight thing later later but what came to me was my unfair advantage and it was time and money and it wasn't that i had built up an abundance of time and money but probably more than the average person yeah and i'm like that's not cool like i'm not okay with that how can we get people to build their bridge from point a to point b and know when they're building it, they aren't having to listen to the noise and they can find that signal that gets them from point A to point B on the fastest track possible. Because I realized I was lucky. The $900 that I spent for this mastermind, what if I? What if it didn't work out? What if, what if it was just a sham? I'd probably be done with self-education. I'd be done with like learning from other people, coaches and masterminds and this world that I'm just now finding out about. And I'm like, that's not okay. Whether it's someone's $500 or $5,000, that should be equally as important. Yeah. Yeah. And so I started buying up URLs like we all do. You know, we're sitting there just start <laughs> buying URLs, buying hashtags, buying names. And I get home and I talk to my wife and I'm like, this was amazing. But I said, here's an idea that came out of it. And all I did is it wasn't the, what I'm building with the podcast and with the platform wasn't mm-hmm. even my idea. Yeah. We all have like a Rubik's cube and we sit there with that Rubik's cube. And our job really is to take ideas and experiences from other people and put it inside that Rubik's cube and how it pertains to us, like how we can help do something with it and then rearrange it on something that other people have already done. It's like, what are there's, there's seven notes in a, you know, there's really only seven chords in a song or something like that. Everything else has just been redone. Yeah. So my idea isn't really mine. It's just all these other successful people plucked, played, re-engineered, and this is how I do it. So I sit there and say, honey, I want to build a platform and I want to help people get cut out the noise, find their signal, build their bridge. And I want to help people, whether it's 500 or $5,000, know that when they invest it in a coach or a mastermind, that they aren't being taken advantage of. Because what I realized real quickly is the marketers were out marketing the coaches and the the good masterminds. Now, here's the thing. There's, There's great marketers out there. And that's, that's good. You know, you need those advertising agencies, but when an advertising agency is selling something that really, really haven't tested, isn't tried, isn't true. They're just looking to sell a product and what they are. That's a problem. And so the marketers were out marketing the real coaches and the real masterminds. And I'm like, no, it's over a $50 billion a year industry. And they say within the next five to 10 years, self-education is going to be somewhere between 300 to $350 billion a year. Mm-hmm. There's nothing really regulating the wild, wild west. It's like the new internet. And <laughs> yeah. if you know how to market, man, you are riding that pony all the way into town. That's right. So I sit there and I'm like, this is what I want to do. I want to build a matching rating knowledge base center mm-hmm. so we can take consumers to members and members are free. And we can take the coaches and masterminds and that's free. And how do we match them together? And so someone who's, you know, talking to us about raising some capital for this right now said, you guys are the trip advisor for self-education, for masterminds and coaches. 
you guys are the trip advisors. You're going to take this side and this side, and you're going to find a way to bring them together and yeah. make sure on that journey, whatever they're doing matches up. And so I realized why we're building this. And this was March of 2019. So someone said to me recently, like, man, you know, because of COVID, this is really needed. I said, I get that, but this didn't come out of COVID. This, I can draw this back to March way of 2019. Before. Yeah, yeah. And and they're like, oh, so you had this idea. I'm like, yeah, it wasn't because of COVID that I came up with this. <laughs> I just realized there was a problem two, almost two years ago now. Yeah. And so the mastermind effect is the pebble in the pond. If one person listens to it and reaches out and works with the right coach or the right mastermind, then the mastermind effect has done its job. That's where I get to interview the result leaders, the activators, not the thought leaders. My six-year-old wakes up in the morning. He has a thought. Sometimes they're pretty funny, but it doesn't mean we should go follow him into battle. And, and we, we wanted the, the activators, the result leaders. So that's who I interview on the mastermind effect. If one person is impacted and is affected by that and reaches out to the coach, then it did its job. But it's kind of like the measuring stick. We can find out are they right fit for the platform because yeah. we've had, it's, it's got a pretty good BS meter on there. And it's allowed me to get into a conversation with someone where they say, I only have to be one step ahead of the people that I'm teaching. And I'm like, whoa, well, that means you're one step ahead of them stepping in a landmine. That's not a good thing. Mm. And that's the pebble in the pond. The success finder, which is the the, the, the mother company to the podcast, yeah. is the mountain in the ocean to help change and make sure that that we can get from point A to point B by cutting out the noise and making sure we're being taught by the best of the best that are going to get you to where you want to go to make a real impact. And then there's a lot of details in between of being yeah. a for-purpose company and and the bells and whistles we're going to have on the platform. But that gives you an overview of where I started by using the word no as a motivator yeah. to build something that is for-purpose to help people out there because it's important to me to solve a problem now. Yeah. Oof. How you feeling, Fonsi? You, that, cu- you all caught up? That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, <laughs> did I give too much? Did I did no, I do it the wrong they, order? Give too much? Was, no, this that is, was juicy. That was that was that was perfect. So juicy, know? so good. Like we say here in Continents Profit. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah. it was rare to medium rare on the steak level. Ah, love it. I love it. <laughs> Brandon, did you know like something that I love about your story that I totally do not relate to, but I'm super intrigued about is that you said that you you got stuck pretty much growing your business and you stop learning from others when i feel like in this world right now is the total opposite most people get stuck learning right following that shiny object syndrome trying to chase all these things what is going to take me to that next step instead of focusing on growing their business right and i say i do not relate about because i was in that position where i was chasing i was trying to you know sign up for this course oh this lead magnet uh let me expend 100 bucks in here a thousand bucks in there right and at the end i was just i was just you know walking in circles not going anywhere not actually working on the business so i'm extremely curious about how like why do has that been uh you know an attribute of of yourself personally throughout your entire life where you just put your head down and work on something or what led you right to disconnect from that sense of learning and again props to your wife that she was like hey are you still learning from others because life we in life we need to consistently learn right we cannot stop learning throughout life but i'm extremely curious because again you're the total opposite case of most of the cases that we that we hear about yeah so I'd sit there and say that's that's how I've always been. I, I I haven't like education for me was painful. I just didn't want to be there. I wanted to be in the working world. I wanted to be doing something, building, making, whatever yeah. that was. Yeah. Because I'm like, I, I didn't see how it was serving me, you know, from a selfish standpoint. So I'm like, okay. You know, when I'm going to, and I, I graduated with a four-year degree only because my mom was like, listen, you need something to fall back. You need that piece of paper. Yeah. I have a different viewpoint on it now on how I would even handle that conversation. Yeah. But to put myself through college, I was working three jobs at one point because I'm like, I need to come out with a purpose and I don't yeah. feel that school is giving me that. So I'm going to work all these different jobs while going to school full time. So when this whole school thing is whatever it is. I still have this foundation to me having a foundation is always just so important 
Um, and, and that's what allows me to be able to do what I'm doing today is constantly having that foundation. Like yep. my first business is the foundation so I can make educated um, decisions over here that I normally wouldn't be able to do. Yeah. But I got stuck. Yeah. There was no fulfillment. There was like, where am, what am I doing? Like, okay, great. I built a seven figure company, but what does that really mean? Like I thought I, I had always led by, if I hit this dollar amount, it's going to mean I didn't know because I didn't define what it meant, but I knew I had to hit yeah. that. And then when I would hit those, those markers, okay, now I just got to hit this one. Cause I got there too quickly and too easily. And I'd set it up even higher, but the numbers weren't doing it for me yeah. and, and building something of success while not growing myself just wasn't doing it for me. So all of a sudden it was like, you know, what, 40 years into my life, all of a sudden the light bulb switched and I'm like, I got this wrong. Yeah. Now it got me to where I'm at. Yeah. But I had it wrong. Like I should have been learning from other people and I missed out on 20 years of, of, of like taking it in. And I'm just like, I could sit there and be like, man, what did I miss out? But that doesn't serve me. That doesn't do any good to sit there and say, oh, well, what could I, where could I be? Yeah. I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. I wouldn't be having this conversation with the three of us about yeah. thin mint cookies and why <laughs> they, they, they are like critical to, to have to success yes. debatable debatable <laughs> that last argument Dude, very debatable Brenda, I, I think this is so interesting right because um you know each one here has their own story on how we got raised you know we grew up in venezuela obviously very different education system than here in the states you know the the reason we are here is because we went to college right for us and i don't know fonzie but for me it was a vehicle to literally migrate right and then from there Thank God, you know, I met my wife, you know, now we've been together for about 10 years, like from dating to marriage and so on. Uh, and it was a, a great experience overall. But at the same time, on the backside for on the purpose side of things, same thing. I was I went through college. Every semester was a different job. Every semester was a different experience. Then after graduation, same thing, different jobs to try things out. I was like, okay, where I, like I felt lost, right? And uh, maybe Fonzie felt too, and you know he can chime into with his opinion as well. But we both felt very lost and like, what are we actually doing here? Like, th is this the thing that we wanna? Are we gonna create positive impact in in our country? Are we gonna create positive impact here? Like, what are we doing, right? And and I, and I feel these conversations need to happen earlier than what it is happening. I feel like it's being hidden from a lot of people. And then through their journey, they crash and they discover this truth, right? And then they're they're lost. So I, I love that you were able to build a solid business. We call it the cash business before mm -hmm. the dream business, right? And, and with that base, you're able to now build and dedicate your time and resources to the platform that you're creating now to help those people that were in your position, right? And, and if we go back to, to kind of marketing and, and, and company, you're basically solving this massive problem that you saw first in yourself and then with a lot of people, right? Us, including us, like we were there, we were like, holy crap, like I wish there was a resource and education is changing, the way people are learning is changing, technology is changing everything, right? Now we can be in uh, in, in freaking the Philippines and, and somebody else in here in the States and, and you can have a conversation, right? Like our parents or our team is, all remote we have amazing conversations with them things are getting done so the world is becoming smaller and now there's more opportunity than ever before so i love how you were able to create your own framework create your own structure and now providing that platform to many many people so uh i just wanted to highlight that because it it it, 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 it is close to us man like we were there and you know we, that's a question we ask every single day right yeah, it is interesting. Yesterday, yeah, I was I was actually talking to my dad, and he was asking me, "What are you reading now?" Right, and I'm sharing <laughs> out these books. I'm, I read like a few books at a time, so I'm sharing, and he's like, "Wow, like, you know, it's so cool how nowadays you have access to all this information. Like, back in my day, was like way more limited and whatnot." And I was like, "Dad, but you you now have access, you know, the same way as I do, which is a cool thing, right? It's never too late to learn." And something that I really love about what you just shared, Brandon, is that concept of the cash business, right? And you call it your foundation that you then later realize it was your unfair advantage, right? What you said, you had this time and money that most people didn't have. And for us, that was a very important concept to understand because we were chasing, at that point, it was operating out of need. So we we're just chasing money, literally. 
but our dream has always been involved with soccer. Eventually, we want to do something with soccer, right? But we didn't know operationally how to build a business that could, you know, we could live off by doing something related to soccer. We were like training kids on the side, one-on-one coaching, but you know, you are not going to make a living out of training two kids per week at $50 an hour. It's like that just do- doesn't happen, right? So for us, when finally we got presented with the idea, we got introduced to the idea of like, hey, first build your cash business, right? Build a business that is sustainable, that you're helping other people, right? And you're getting an income And now you're going to have time if you do it the right way. You got time and money to dedicate it to other things you want to do and help other people, right? So I love how you found that throughout your journey. And I'm extremely curious because you said now that you hated education and now you're on fair advantage. You're using it to pretty much educate other people in the right way what was a moment for you that changed right like you 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 shared the experience on on the mastermind and you were like wow where have i been living but i I wonder what happened inside for you to now to tell yourself i was you know i have a i had a total different perspective about education um you know in the entrepreneurial world Education is a hot topic, right? A lot of entrepreneurs are like, you don't need to go to school, all that stuff, right? We cannot, we don't really need to dig into that right now. But I'm curious what happened internally for you going from, I want to focus, do something, not just go to school, to now people need this sort of education. Yeah. No, uh, great question. And it's, it's a, a simple answer that I can expand on if you want. Yeah. It was uh, having a son. And if I had had a daughter, same thing, but it was, it was having a child, becoming a father and, and looking at my son's eyes and saying, I want him to look back. And, and the word legacy, like I used to think was a dirty word, but it's not, you don't have to sit there. I want to leave a legacy. And, you know, I want to leave a legacy where my son sits there and, and, and other people sit there and say, oh my gosh, he gave it his all. When my son looks back, win, lose or draw he knows that his father lived a life of purpose to help other people and that it is so important to for him to know at a young age because we talk about entrepreneurship he's he's been hearing about this he hears our conversations as we're you know raising capital for this company and and running the other businesses we have him involved so he knows he's not like what is this he asked me when i started my first business but when he looks back he's going to sit there and say my dad gave it his all i have an unfair advantage in this country because I've got a mother and father that have, you know, either have a good job or ha- own their own businesses. And in our household, yeah. that's both. And so with that unfair advantage, I need to start at a younger age to give back and help other people yeah. along my way. It is my responsibility because it is my responsibility. It will be also his responsibility to know no matter what he wants to do, he, it has to be something with leading with the give mentality to help solve a problem help other people and make sure that he knows going into it. He already has that unfair advantage yeah. because of his, because of the upbringing that he has and how can he help other people also have that same unfair advantage in maybe a different realm. Yeah. I, I love it. I, 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 I cannot relate to it because I don't have a kid right now. That, that you know of. Uh, okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, hey, but you pretty, are not the father. I'm pretty sure I do not have a kid. I just want to put that out there, okay? <laughs> Girlfriend, if you're if you're listening to this, I promise. But, <laughs> um, but you know, I'm, I'm sure my brother does, right? Like, I see him now way more focused since his kid was born. That's for sure. Yeah, man. It's like uh, the second that little crazy little... But, no, I'm good. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Uh, it came out. It was like, man, like it, nothing else matters, right? It's like the for me, Luca, like it's, it's my north, right? I'm from there, my relationship. And then from there, you know, my brother and the business and so on. But like literally for me, my whole view changed, right? Like we, we had different different objectives, different priorities. And and I and I asked myself, my man, how can I how can I live my day to day so he can be proud of, right? Like, and how can I document this thing? How can, wh- why can I leave, you know, what is the legacy that we're building and, and he can tag along? You know, you described it perfectly, man. Like, I think uh, that that's so important. And, and I hope, like, n- you know, not everybody has to have a kid f- to realize this thing, right? Like, yeah. it, like it, a kid is expensive. I'm just going to put that out there. But so please, like, if you're listening to this now, 
and you don't have a kid. You don't have to have a kid to realize these things, right? Like go go help anybody. Like who are you making proud of? You making proud of your family, your your mom, your dad, your grandmother, right? Like yeah, you can still uh, leave a legacy. Absolutely, but for like for me, I think we were already in the path, and that kind of boosted it way way more. And we're like, man, now now I'm looking to I'm looking at Luca every weekend, like every day, and I'm like. What's your future going to look like, man? Like, it, it's so scary to think that you cannot have control over your kid's future. And I decided I'm going to have control over my family and my kid's future. So then we're going to create this amazing legacy, amazing company, amazing environment that we can all thrive. And I, and I, and I relate to what you're saying because of that, because that's exactly what you're doing today. And, and you're literally talking to amazing, amazing entrepreneurs, amazing coaches, amazing people to build this amazing platform and so so thank you and I and I hope everybody you know listens and, and grabs the lesson that applied to them today to continue to cause cause yeah. uh, that impact I'm you know I'm, I'm curious here a little bit on I might play a little of devil's advocate but I told you that we started with a little bit of that greed mentality of chasing money right and not a little it, bit I, it was like a lot of it and it was a mix of greed yeah. and, and need right we were in need of making money we didn't have any other way of making money at that point and you're talking about the give mentality right so how can someone that is in a position that they need the cash right now and they're looking they they want to have that give mentality they want to help others Yet maybe they don't have a systematic way, aka a business, of doing it right, or the right business to to give that value to others. And you know, this this need, I'm, it causes guilt sometimes because it did to me, right? Like I would sell to a restaurant that, if I'm being honest, I didn't really care for that much, right? I was like, they seem like a target. If I'm being <laughs> totally transparent here, I was like. It's an easy sell. I think I can go there and get the sell. And it happened. And then there was so much friction in between. I wasn't serving them the right way. And there was friction in that relationship. So how can someone move past that need mentality and greed, right? How can they stop feeling guilty about that and totally embrace that give mentality that you're talking about? Yeah, I think let's say you, you don't have the the 10 years 20 years of business background but you've you've got this and you're out there hustling at whatever job you really don't like but it's not really giving you where you want to be i i think if if covid has taught us anything is more people are more available now than ever mm-hmm. like you can reach out to i'm talking big names and as long as you're not sitting there trying to take from them, you're building some form of value. Hey, I listened to this episode and this is what I got out of it. Thank you so much. And you have some form of repetitive nature. Like when I first reached out to you guys, I didn't even ask about, um, you know, Amber's just like, oh, do you want me to introduce? I'm like, I've loved their episodes. Yes, I would just like an introduction. <laughs> and I said, hey, I listened Thank to this and this. Yeah. Really enjoyed the value, the free value it brought. Yeah, the free value you guys bring on a weekly basis, but reach out to whomever it is that you look up to that you want to work with, or you want to emulate, or you want to have something similar to that Yeah, and start following them, start commenting, value commenting. Don't, yeah. don't flood their inbox and, be, and, and ask them the, the, you know, what's the weather like question, you know, <laughs> don't ask what the weather question is. Or, or what's your favorite cookie? Yeah, or the, yeah. If I have to have one more cookie conversation, I tell you, stop it. But and 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 just start sitting there and listening and taking in their content, seeing what they're doing. Now, that doesn't mean go emulate their content. And you're like, I want to be the next. You know, um, content is profit. You know, you don't have to emulate, but if you respect what that person and the, that group of people are doing reach out to them, give some for a value and then find a way. Like maybe it's you donating their time. Hey, by the way, I see that you do this. Yeah. Um, this is what I've been working on. I'd love to offer my service to you for, I'd love to do this for you. Now don't make them work for it. If you're like, what, Hey, what can I do for you? You've just made them work for it. Like when someone sends me an email, they're like, Hey, I'd like to promote your podcast. I'd like to promote the success finder, whatever it is. Well, I got to do I got to do work now. I got to tell you what I want out of it as opposed to like, Hey, you know what? I took your content. I did this, this, and this, and I just made this for you. And I know that those are vague. Those are placeholders per se, but if you want to get in their world and learn what they do and how they do offer your time now, 
I'm going to tie this back to the anchor point, which is having a son. Okay. I had way more time than I ever realized. I had way more money than I ever realized because my costs went drastically up when we had a son. Yeah. My income didn't go up. So how did I afford that? We have to look and you, you, you asked like, what if I can't afford it? What if I don't have the business? What, you know, what if I, look at what you have, look at your expenses, look where you can shift things around. Most people are working. A lot of people are working from home now. You don't have that maintenance, the extra gas, the extra thing there. I'm not going to Starbucks because I'm making my coffee at home. Find ways, prioritize what's important. If it's truly important enough to you, yeah. you can shift around your expenses and start making investments. You're the biggest investment in life. It's not the stock market. It's not the housing market. I'm in both of those, but I can't control them. The most important investment in your life is yourself. Your ROI on yourself will supersede either one of those. Why? Because you can control yourself. Yeah. So find how you can shift that. And if you're like, oh, I don't have the time. Well, let me tell you. I was running a successful business and I didn't realize how much time I must have been just wasting away before that. So you don't have to be a parent. Just realize yeah. where are your priorities? Where do you need to be around? Who do you want to be around? You're going to find out. They say you're the average of the five people that you hang out with. Anyone listening to this right now probably has already rinsed and repeated the people that they hang out with. You have your cup. You got to get, you got to sometimes just throw it away. You got to refill it with the right people because they'll help you prioritize. Hanging out with the two of you guys, will, people will sit there and see your grit, your grind, your desire, what your, your give mentality, what you're building, not only with the, the podcast and the value that you give, but then also with your company. They'll be like, holy crap, like I can do this too. Yeah. Like I have the time to do this, whether I'm a parent or not, yeah. I am just sitting there binge watching and I wasn't binge watching Netflix, but like, <laughs> yeah. um, cause like, I just don't, but <laughs> I'm binge watching Netflix and I'm yeah. getting my Starbucks coffee. We'll take that multiplier. And how many other areas are you binge watching something yeah. and spending Starbucks? Hey, I yeah. like Starbucks. I'm not saying anything's wrong with it. You know? Yeah. I, gosh, there's time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're so right. And and I was going to mention like through through what you said is it's a filter to see really who who wants it. Man. Like cuz look like in our, in our in our story and you know we we don't consider ourselves, you know, we haven't made it, right? Like we're we're working really hard to make it happen and if we continue to get milestones and move forward and we've achieved some wonderful things, right? That 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 we consider wonderful things, right? And that's that for us makes it. But at the same time, when we when we started, I had to take a different job because my wife was in pharmacy school and she was not bringing any income. And you know, we had to, we were living together, and the commitment was like, "Babe, I'm gonna work," you know, in the fitness studio. And uh, as a sales associate, that evolved three years into managing a few of them, and I I ended up loving that job, right? And it was really hard to part ways. But we did because now we needed the resources to to do the business and 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 you know and she graduated and and now we're in a position where we're comfortable right like and knock on wood right for for that to get better but you know we like Fonzie said we train kids on the weekends and we woke up at 5 a.m. on Saturdays and we didn't go out because we had to go coach league and X Y Z right and and those are the things that sometimes uh we make to we, we need to do to make it happen like like we grew up playing soccer right for us it was practicing soccer 24 7 like we, we were done at school at 3 30 p.m and then we had to go to practice sometimes with two teams right to make it happen because we wanted to go play professionally right and and that's what you got to do right so it's the question is do we want it bad enough right and sometimes it's okay sometimes we need a break sometimes we need to sit down for an afternoon and, and watch your favorite show and 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 that's okay but there's always times for everything like for example tonight monday we are launching our amazing facebook group that most people are like do your facebook group guys you got to connect with your amazing community and we're like yeah like why haven't we done it well capacity well guess what now we are making the capacity happen to 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 do this thing so tonight after picking up luke and he goes to bed i probably have two or three more hours to continue to work on this thing to be ready for monday right promote it do this thing xyz do we want it bad enough right and, that, and that's the question and if the answer is no then reassess uh, it's what i'm doing aligning with my impact right 
And and I think that could be a great framework to to make those decisions going along the, the things that you are mentioning here, Brandon. So Yeah, I, I love the topic too on obviously surrounding yourself with the right people. And like you said, especially because of COVID now, like accessibility for people has been proven that, you know, it's in there. You can reach out to someone, like you said, with that give mentality and they might reach back. Right. And we can keep trying. Right. Some some are not going to answer, but we never know. We got to be proactive about building those relationships. And for us personally, that was a huge kind of like booster for our business when we actually joined our first mastermind ever in around October 2019, if I'm not mistaken, we went to this event, live event. We struggled. It was like a thousand bucks each ticket. And we're like, oh my gosh, like this is such, this is a huge expensive, which again, it is a big expensive depending on where your level is. For us at the moment, it was huge. Unthinkable. It was Unthinkable. Think, yeah. And we went to this event and at the end of the event, they pitched the mastermind, right? Which it was a $25,000 investment. <laughs> Imagine if we paid 1000 and we were struggling, what this $25,000 did to our psyche, right? And we were there sweating, sitting down, sweaty armpits, like, kind of like, you, you know, how do you go when you uh, grab that yeah. bag and you're like, hyperventilating Hyper, hyperventilating <laughs> yeah we're like hyperventilating there in the seats but for, for like five hours by the way because they launched the offer and then they're like yeah go to lunch we couldn't eat like we were like what are we doing like this is so horrible like why yeah we're um, like, all i can eat at this point is soup like it's the only <laughs> thing that will go down uh, but it, it was for us it was huge right like making that decision at the end of the day we committed some resources that you know, my bro my brother here had gotten a, a loan literally like a month before to have a year of money so we could grow the business, right? So he could survive without Not getting a, month, a paycheck. That was like two weeks uh, before, like two weeks exactly. before. And then now he <laughs> yeah. was in a situation where he would yeah. have to spend more of, of over half of that money, right? So for us, it was a very, very difficult decision. We didn't know we were ready for a mastermind, right? Um Honestly, I don't know if if we weren't in that situation, if we would have invested in another mastermind now that we are currently. So I'm curious, when do people, when people should invest in a mastermind? When are they at the point of, yes, I need to actively seek for these groups, which I think it's always, whether it is free or paid, but when should they go into a paid higher end? And, you know, is there any kind of like frameworks that you got on this is how you should pick the mastermind that is going to benefit you the most at this moment yeah and i, I think you said it's it's anytime and i think that i think the age realm of being in a mastermind is we're, we're going to shrink or i'm sorry we're going to widen that age range mm. uh, because one of the things that we'll do with the success finder is we'll build our for purpose part around the school districts that don't have as many resources, their dad might work a night shift and their mom might work a double. And so Sally at 14 has more life experiences than Timmy at 28, but Sally doesn't have access to that through her school or yeah. with her family. And that's not no fault of anyone, but we'll hold a portion of our proceeds back to have our coaches and our masterminds reinvest yeah. in, in, in those Sally's because she can solve a problem and she will get that support given to her by us. Incredible. But then that's why I sit there and say, we're going to widen that age range. It doesn't have to be, I got to be out of college or I have to have yep. gone to college, right? I'm 60 or I'm 65 and I'm retired. It, it doesn't matter. I'm not saying we're everything for everyone, but there is no age range when you shouldn't have something like that around you. Yeah. I have several coaches. I'm in multiple masterminds and they serve different purposes and they do have overlaps in a Venn diagram. There's an overlap in some of them because they, I have to make sure that each one knows about the other one. So they realize they can't fight against each other, not literally, but in what my unbreakables are and how, who yeah. I want to build and who yeah. I want to be around. So um, I think the toughest part, though, is knowing if I say, hey, Fonzie, what mastermind should I be in? And you're sitting here over here, you know, munching on some peanut butter cookies. <laughs> that's that's your jam. And you're like, oh, you need to join this mastermind over here. Are you drinking the Kool-Aid of that mastermind? Are you drinking the Kool-Aid of this program? And that's a problem. I'm not saying yeah. you shouldn't trust your friends, but I tell you what, I could have probably given some that bad advice at any given, you know, back in the day because I was drinking the Kool-Aid of whatever company I was working for. This is the greatest company ever. You know, this is the greatest program ever. Could be drinking that Kool-Aid. Now, 
okay, I'm going to go Google review. I'm going to go look something up. I'm going to find out which one fit. Oh my gosh. If you Google coaches or masterminds or whatever, you're going to get a lot of different responses for masterminds alone. You're going to get like all different types of meanings behind it for coaching. You're going to probably get whoever paid to be up there. And are you getting, you know, are you looking at a wall of testimonials? Because in a wall of testimonials, those are the survivors. Those are the ones that like you, they wanted you to see. What about the ones that like didn't make it because it was a marketing program? Not again, I'm not knocking marketing agencies or marketing masterminds, but it was someone that was marketing themselves because they just knew how to do it better. So there's a lot of noise and that's all the noise. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's difficult to know. Like what if that investment, the 25,000 that you guys did, didn't pan out? we're probably not having this conversation Mm -hmm. and you guys would probably be like, screw it. I am done with self-education. I am done with masterminds and coaching. I will never go down this path again if you chose the wrong one. And that's my fear for other people is I don't want them to have, I I don't want them to have that misstep. I want them to have unfair advantage going into it saying, I know this is the right one. And when I invest in myself and I take my own money, whether it's a loan, a family, a credit card, or I have the cash, Mm -hmm going to happen it's yeah. going to work and i don't have to sit there and be like yeah, should i do yeah. it you you sorry fancy i before you want to go yeah sorry so it's also weird. i don't lose like the thread of this this topic or idea real quick but i i, I really love what you're saying kind of like minimizing the risk on people when they're choosing uh a mastermind i think is absolutely important i totally believe on people drinking the kool-aid of a community a mastermind that they're part of that moment so that's why they think that is the best mastermind ever because we were there right we were drinking that kool-aid not too long ago and if people would have asked us we're like yeah that's perfect go join that one right um but now i do understand it's like put yourself in the shoes of the other person to see is that actually the right mastermind the right place for that other person to be but that being said right a gym doesn't always produce fit people, right? They have their promise. Hey, you sign up in here. We're going to do our best to get you in shape. But, you know, a lot of them go out of the gym and they stay the same, right? They And it might not be because of what happened inside of the gym. It might be because of what happened outside of it, right? Maybe they didn't uh, do the other tasks, they, their diet. Who knows, right? But there, I do feel there is a... Obviously, as a business, it's our responsibility to minimize the amount of failures that our clients might have. But it's a reality that every business out there has some some failed cases, right? It, it, it is not it's not rocket science here. So when I see, look at this, especially with masterminds, where most of them are not giving you something tangible, right? They are guiding you. They are holding you accountable. They're offering that support, right? That knowledge from the group of people. The person that goes into those masterminds, they need to have some sort of ownership. I think they need to be in a special, in, in, a, in a mental state that if this doesn't work out, right? As long as the mastermind did their job right and they, they gave their accountability, they gave the support, they gave the tools necessary for them to succeed, if that doesn't happen, the person needs to look inside and then ask themselves, did I did everything that was in my power, right? So my, my question in here is, when do people know they are ready in that mental state, right? I, I think personally, my brother and I, we have been very positive throughout our life because of how we were raised and we were raised in the sense to take ownership of our mistakes, Right. Not that it has always happened. Sometimes we do have plays the blame in other people. It has happened, right? But I do I do personally think, let me tell you, like this mastermind was great, but it wasn't everything that we expected. Yet we still say that we pretty much owe everything that we've done to that investment, right? Because it put us in this position of taking action, right? The sword in your throat, you're against the wall, you cannot move. You have no other way, but, you know, move forward. So I don't know. I I, I just wanted to bring this point up again, and I'm just taking the devil's advocate position here that people might be saying, well, what if I just go into there and I just lose my money if it's such a big investment, right? 
before you answer, Brandon, I wanna I wanna take a stab at this one too. I think that's on the person in making the money, right? Like, is the pain hard enough? And again, you know, Fonz is playing the app. Okay, we've had this conversation many, many times, right? We we invested in the, in our second mastermind that was a little bit more expensive than the first <laughs> mastermind a couple months ago, right? And uh, if we don't put in the work, it doesn't happen. Like yep. the the return on investment is not going to happen, right? So. Um, with, with with that thought, right, like we've done plenty of research of the person that is doing that mastermind, right? So we've we never ever asked for somebody like on a one-on-one if they've been on that to to tell us, hey, that's the perfect mastermind. We did a lot of research in case of the first one. We've been consuming the content for about a year. So that's why for us, it's super important, right? If you are in that position that you are either offering that mastermind or in your case, if you're in your network, that's already built up, right? Uh, where people can trust you because if you have the content and if you have the testimonials, the results of people that have executed and that success, those two, that's that's a great indicator, right? That, that you can go there. With the second people, it's the same thing. And we jumped on several calls and we asked as many questions as possible to make sure that this was the fit, right? So with that, I throw the ball back at you because you're building this amazing platform that you mentioned earlier is the TripAdvisor for this kind of stuff, which already the trust level is going to be mega high because you guys already vetted these mm-hmm. people that are imparting this, right? But with that, I, I, I feel very strongly, right? Like if we don't put in the work, we see it with our clients every single day, right? Like we are offering a service that is supposed to help them in in their goal with content, right? Like we are a tool plugin team goes in, but you know how many times we have to reach back out to them? Our team has to reach back out to them and be like, hey guys, where is your piece of content that we need to process this week? Where is it, right? If they don't send us that, if they don't produce their content, they cannot be successful. So in a sense, right, that those elements have to be in place. So sorry, I just I just had it right here, like in my chest, and you just needed to get it out. So Brandon, throwing the bug back, back back at you for your super smart last comments on this question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. It takes two two parties. It really does. Yeah. And uh, and sometimes like for you guys, you have like, accountability when you're going in there. So you have your accountability buddy that you can look next to him and say, okay, you're the, in, in, in our case, you would be a member. Okay. And you, Hey, have we done this today? And you have that accountability right there. When we build this, we aren't building this to crush coaches or masterminds. Like, you know, you're going to have people that go through it, yeah. And and here's reality. They buy something and then they have then they have buyer's remorse because they aren't the action takers. The member isn't the action taker. The member isn't someone that follows through stuff. They just buy a bunch of stuff and then they complain about all the stuff that never worked because they didn't implement. Exactly. And so that that's going to happen. There's there's no way around that, you know, someone's, you know, that we wouldn't run across something like that. But I think you you got to sit there and you got to ask yourself like is coaching are masterminds, are they for me? And if so, why? Like, what are my unbreakables in life? You need to have your unbreakables. If this doesn't get me to where I want to, my bridge, I'm here and I want to get here. And you have to have your unbreakables. Like, you know, for me, making sure that I get to spend time with my son. If something takes me away from that, is that what's best for me? No. Then I know that. So the people that this is for are the ones that sit there and they, they want to learn from people that are not in their industry. Cause they're like, if I go to a mastermind and it's all people that are in the same industry, we're probably going to think a lot of similar ways. And that's the power of a mastermind is you're going to have people from different industries. Yeah. And so you yeah. got to sit there and say, you, you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable because if one thing is true in life, there's many truths, but if this is one comfort kills, the minute you become comfortable, mm-hmm. everything's going to blow up in your face. Yeah, hands down. And so if you're okay with being uncomfortable, if you're okay with people sitting there and not always being a cheerleader, they're a challenger and they're a crab and they're 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 pushing you, then the success finder and masterminds and coaching are for you. If if you're if you'd rather just binge watch Netflix and and eat thin mints on a couch, <laughs> then maybe it's not for you and that's okay. It doesn't make you a bad person. It's just like, hey, you don't have that drive that you want to go do that. Your drive is to the couch. That's fine. I'm not knocking you, but you got to sit there and and we live in a world now that is what we thought was so big is now really small and how we are connected. We are so interconnected more than ever before and it's going to continue that way. People that sit there and say, uh, you know, when, when we go back to how it used to be, 
that's so untrue. It's never going to be the way it used to be because that was the past. Then, then you, you wake up and you sit there and say, I want to make a difference in my life. The people around me, my son, my daughter. And if I don't have kids, my friends, my family, my loved ones, and that's what I want in life. And that's what you should want as a human being. Like I want to better myself and the people around me. Then gosh, you've got no choice, but to want to learn from other people's experiences. Cause that's the only way we learn. Why not pay to go to the front of the line at Disney world every time? Who doesn't want the fast pass in life? Mm to not step in the landmine, to see around corners. And if you sit there and say, I can't afford to, I'd rather sit on the couch. I'd sit there and say, what is it costing you not to do something like this? What is it costing you not to invest in yourself? Here's the thing. I'm not a coach. I don't have a mastermind and I never will because that's not me. That's not my path forward. Yeah. But I'm going to be the bridge that helps sit there, sits there and brings that those worlds together. Yeah. So I'd it. sit there and just say, you, you can invest in yourself and you will make, if you spend a thousand, you'll get five or 10 back. I know that's being very broad and very vague, but you spend yeah. five, you know, you'll get six or seven back. You will make it back if you implement and you activate yourself. Yeah. Also, we, we have seen that, that what you just mentioned, we have seen that with every investment that we've made. The very first event that we, that we went to was a 10 X event by Grant Cardone. Yeah. We were debating whether to spend a hundred bucks on t- on nosebleed tickets all the way up there, right? And yeah. guess what? We finally decided to do it after like a full day of discussing whether we should spend a hundred bucks. When I'm sure if at, the, at that moment in time we would have go to Best Buy and spend those one hundred bucks in something that wouldn't have given us any sort of return, right? Without thinking about it. So finally, we go to this event, and after that, we helped a client l- relaunch. Uh, a course that she closed $12,000 in just because of what we learned in that event, right? And it has been crazy. Like, we have a lot of stories like that. And obviously, the $25,000 investment came, obviously, with a huge upside. Again, every time we invest, it keeps going up and up and up. And I love the story that you tell me about, you know, go and learn from the people. And it's funny because this morning I was driving to a coffee shop. I do love sitting in a coffee shop, right? (laughs) And... I was driving past this lake and I, t- I see these people just walking around. I'm like, wow, that looks so peaceful. And I don't know why in my mind, I was like, I want to learn how to fish. Like fishing looks very peaceful. And then I was like, whoa, immediately my thought was, what am I going to do when I actually cut the fish, uh, the fish, right? Like, am I going to put my finger inside to remove the hook? What if it bites me? And I was like, oh man, I'm going to have to Google all these things. And in my mind, a few years back, I would have been like, okay, well, let me Google it. Let me spend the time. Let me do all this sacrifice, maybe spending a little course to do it. My mind immediately went to, I should go to a pier where somebody else is fishing and go right next to them and be like, hey, dude, can you teach me how to fish? Right? Because that is the fastest path to success. And that is what you're talking about here in Masterminds, regardless of the price, right? I do believe there are now we have been pitched to buy courses, to buy this program. So we're like, no, is there anybody involved in there? Is there a person that can hold us accountable that we can talk to, right? That, that, that sort of support, that's where we want to be. We want proximity, right? That proximity is power. So I thank you so much for sharing so, the message. So the real question, Fonzie, is like, when are we going ship, f- fishing? I know. I know, okay. I know, I know. Well, <laughs> you when guys you- come out to Colorado with me, and I'll, I'll, there's fishing, and then there's fly fishing. And oh. I learned fly fishing here about well, six years ago. We'll, we'll learn both. That would be we'll, we'll take that as a yes. F- super yeah. not related, fun <laughs> <Thank> story. <you. laughs> the only time I've been fishing in my life was with one of my best friends. His dad was the principal of my school. They love fishing. They did fly fishing, right? So I go there with them. I'm a noob. They're like, here, here's your fishing rod. We're going to go in a kayak in the river, and then we're going to start fishing. So I don't fish anything throughout the entire day, but I was having fun. At the end of the day, he said, hey, let's go back. Let's start, you know, rowing back. And I was like, let me do it one more, please. Like, I have this feeling I'm going to catch something. And he's like, okay, All right, I'll wait for you. So my kayak had like an anchor on the back, something where I can like with the pedals just change direction. So I go with the fishing rod, right? I like pull it back. And as I pull it forward to launch it, it gets hooked on that thing. And the fishing rod just like falls off my hand, lands in the river and starts sinking. And my desperate mind was like, 
what do I do? And I jump <laughs> off the kayak into this river. It was nasty, first of all. It was gross. It was more like a canal. And I just <laughs> launch in there and I lost the fishing rod of the principal of the school. And the only thing I ended up catching was a pink eye. I didn't catch <laughs> any fish. I catch a pink eye. And man, that was my only fishing experience so far. Yeah. So, I, you know, it's going to be a challenge. I, I love the invitation and, yeah. I, and I definitely accept that. We're going to have to go there. We'll have a coach out there for you, though. That's a thing. We're going to have a fishing guide. Your coach exactly. is your fishing guide. I couldn't do it without him. Yeah. But I'm really good because they're always yep. next to me. That's it. Love, yeah. Absolutely. Brandon, this has been amazing. Dude, thank you so much. We have two last questions that are very, very valuable for, for us and, and the audience. Number one is, what is a quick action point that people can take today to continue the momentum, right? If, you know, if, if they're listening right now, they might have a business, they might have a side hustle, they're, they're doing their best to make it happen. Uh, they relate to us and, and our message, right? Like, what is... What is the next step? Yeah. I mean, if, if you're asking like, you know, with what we're doing, that's one thing. But if you're asking just in general, ask for help. Literally ask for help. People respect you. If you don't have the answer, you're like, hey, I need help with this. Knowing to ask the right question. Yeah. Beautiful. And if it's with you guys, where do we send them? <laughs> yeah. Um, just email me, Brandon at the successfinder.com. Or you can just find me on any social accounts, Brandon Straza, S-T-R-A-Z-A. Yeah, it's a Straza, they're probably related to me. Um, but uh, just ask for help, stand up, show up, level up, and and you'll be amazed about where you'll be able to go when you ask someone for help. Yeah, Yeah. I just want to throw this out there when you guys are looking for Brandon here on social media, if you see a profile picture with a guy with really cool hair, that's him. That's him. All right, the really cool hair. Yes, that's him. I love it. Brandon, last question, our favorite one. Where will you be if you did not start publishing? I'm sorry, say that again? Where will you be if you did not start publishing? Where would I be? I'd, I'd be alone. I'd be, you're asking me like where I'd be if I wasn't publishing anything? Yeah. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be super alone and just like unfulfilled. I, I wouldn't know what to do without it. Interesting. Uh- I do want to, sorry, I Thank know you. this was the last question. I want to make sure I, I understood the question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that's perfect. I, like, I just, a uh, follow-up question to that. I know this is usually the last question that we ask, but <laughs> what is the role on publishing when you are in a mastermind, when you're learning? What is the role of publishing? Share. Yeah, I think you need to share with what you're learning so other people can see it. It's not being braggadocious. It's actually sharing the message. It's sharing what you're learning. And it's amazing. You'll have people when I, when I started sharing and leading with the give mentality, I had people from my past that started popping up. They're like, Hey, what are you doing? What is that? Like, and they want to know more. And all you're doing is you're helping them. Yeah. Yeah. Share, 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 share. Yeah. And, and, and you did understand the question perfectly. I mean, the, the reason we asked is it took us a while to understand that publishing was the way to go, right? Like we had, it took us years, like, three, almost four years. And every coach, every person that was there behind us, like you guys need to publish, you guys need to put your message out there. And, uh, the way that we did it was we removed the friction and started going live and, uh, shameless plug here, guys, go ahead Monday, right? Probably if you are listening to this, uh, in the podcast, we already going with the challenge, but you can always join us at the Facebook group content is profit. But basically Monday for those watching and listening live, uh, we are starting Monday our launch and 45 live challenge going 45 days straight on Facebook lives. We're going to stay accountable. This is going to be our season three. Uh, just so you guys know me, Luis da did not finish season one. We ended up day 15 because we got awesome results, right? Fonzie, same thing. Season two, Fonzie did not finish. He was at day 17. I was able to finish and all my videos were at 1130 at night and we're committing to consistency because without consistency, we cannot measure anything. And uh, and I promise you, there's going to be changes internally. There's going to be changes in your me- in your message. There's going to be changes in your business, just like Brandon here was saying. So uh, come join us. And uh, thank you for, for that amazing answer. And thank you for, for allowing us to, to plug this in. So um, yeah. let your plane take off. Just yeah. it, might, it might have a, a captain, uh, an engine, um, it might be on fire, take off and you'll get perfection means you never launched. Yeah, absolutely. Mm, I love that. Thank you. 
Where can people find you other than your email? Is there another place that you want people to connect with you? Social and email? Is that good? Yeah, social email. I mean, uh, you know, Perfect. whether it's uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, Instagram, it's all Brandon Straza. Reach out to me there. I will be the one that's replying. Um, <laughs> yes. It's not a pot. It's not one of my team members. It will be me that's replying. And p- please reach out. Like, I'm, I'm not kidding. Like, I'll respond and help point you in the right direction. Yes. If just so he knows you're coming from the Contents Profit Podcast, please send him a message saying chocolate mint cookies <laughs> suck. And then he'll he'll know. He'll know you listen to the full episode. No, I do not agree with that. Fancy thin mints for the win. Uh, I have half a box waiting for me at home. So, I'm, uh, yeah, it's going to be a dessert tonight. Delicious. Uh, we're going to leave all the links right in the description. All you got to do is scroll down, click in there, get in touch, go... Uh, talk to Brandon. It's going to be awesome. And with that said, thank you so much for tuning into the Contents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and subscribe. Hit smash that subscribe button and follow us on social media at Beast Bros Co. That is right. And if you find this episode impactful and you found Brandon's hair to be amazing, yeah. please don't forget to share this episode and leave a five-star review. Thank you. Bye, guys. <laughs>